Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach and author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Last week, I talked with Thane Martin on franchising your brand. If you're dreaming about becoming the subway of food truck, then give all of those episodes a listen. One of the many elements that we talked about was having written manuals so that you're able to train people coming into your franchise. It's also super important that you have a training manual to be able to train employees. And I thought it would be a really good idea to share with you guys how detailed you need to be and how those details will help you to run a better food truck today long before you ever open your second food truck or even get into franchising. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Today I'm going to be talking about the details for your cashier slash order taker. And it goes well beyond saying, hi, welcome to my food truck. Would you like to try a double bacon cheeseburger today? Franchisors provide details on how the operation should function. And they will inspect those operations to make sure that they're adhering to the rules that the franchisor has set up. You need to think along those lines whether you're going to franchise in the future or not. Because what this does is it creates a manual for you to train your employees so they understand what the expectation is for every single element of their job. And then when you get that second truck and the third truck, all of those folks should be able to operate exactly the same so that guests that travel around to your different trucks are being treated exactly the same way and getting the exact same food. So let's go through some of those details. For a team member that's going to be a cashier or an order taker, You want to have a guideline set up that says something along the lines of a quick and courteous greeting to each and every guest. And that sounds pretty easy, except you got to break it down into details that become measurable and then duplicatable. So for instance, the key point you want to look for would be a team member is present when the guest arrives. It's very annoying to a guest when they step up to your window to place their order and everybody's got their back turned to the window and no one's paying attention. So the person that's the official cashier or order taker has to be aware when somebody is walking up to the window and they should be there to greet them. Then the guest is greeted within five seconds. So as somebody steps up, they might be handing out another order, but they need to, within five seconds, say, hi, welcome to the food truck. What can I get for you today? Now here's the next thing. The initial greeting should, besides welcoming them to the food truck, it should offer to help the guests with some type of suggestive sell. And that suggestive sell is the signal to the guests that, hey, I need to place an order. Then you'll also be looking for other key points that are super important to your guest service experience. Like, is the team member smiling at the guest? Are they making eye contact? And does the guest have the full attention of that order taker? So there's just a handful of things just on somebody stepping up to the window. They haven't even placed the order yet. But those are the kind of details you need to be thinking along the lines, not only for training, but what you should be expecting out of your staff, especially the order takers, because they're the first impression that most guests have of your business. They might see you on Facebook and they might see some gorgeous pictures of your food, but the first human interaction they have is whomever is taking their order. So along those same lines, an expediter, a lot of restaurants and food trucks call an expediter is the one that gets all the food gathered up and bagged up or trayed up and then passes it out to the guest. 
So whatever you call that particular person, this is the one that is the last impression that a guest has of the human interaction with your business. The person that's handing them the food. So you're going to have guidelines for them. Like the expediter uses a warm parting phrase, something friendly. Say, hey, come back and see us again. Hope you enjoy that cheeseburger. Whatever it is, it needs to be sincere and it needs to be friendly but it also needs to be specific to that guest. It shouldn't just be a generic, thanks again, come back and see us, because that gets old really, really quick, and they will recognize that as being insincere. Then you should have some type of expectation on how the bag is presented to the guest. Is it going to be folded down once with a sticker to hold the bag closed? Is it, If you have logos on the bags, do you turn it so it's facing the guest when it's handed to them? If you're putting your food on open trays, how's it positioned on that tray? What's it look like? Where does the sandwich go compared to the side items? All of those things need to be laid out specifically so that every single time a guest comes up there, they get the exact same thing handed to them in the exact same way. If you guys do packeted condiments, somebody orders french fries, you shouldn't just give them a handful, nor should you expect them to ask for ketchup unless you put up a sign that says condiments available upon request. The expediter, the last person handing out the food, should say, hey, do you need ketchup with that? Hey, would you like barbecue sauce with the chicken nuggets? Whatever the product is, you want to ask them. And then get even more specific. When they say, yeah, I'd like some ketchup. Okay, will two be enough? Will three be enough? Whatever your standard is. If you have a huge order of fries, it may take four or five packets. So, hey, would four be enough? The idea is it puts a number into the guest's mind. And most people will accept whatever number you offer. And then they'll say, no, I need more than that. And then you pick a number. Okay, well, two more be enough. Well, three more be enough. Keep it to a number because when you hand out packets by a handful, you are throwing away money. So imagine when this guest says, yeah, just give me a handful. You just go ahead and open up your wallet and give them a couple dollars out of your wallet. Because that's what you did when you threw up a bunch of packets into a bag. You want to make sure that if you have a printed receipt that it's included with the order so that the guest has their own little record. And then if there's a guest complaint... And we've talked about this before in the Facebook group. We talked about it on videos, and we talked about it here on the podcast. You want to remember the letters L-A-S-T, which stands for Listen, Apologize, Satisfy, and Thank. Anytime a guest has a complaint, your entire staff should know those letters and what they mean and how to execute the letters in a way that makes the guest want to come back tomorrow. Every guest complaint is the guest begging you to please get better. I like something about you, but today you disappointed me. I just want you to make it right, so I'll want to come back tomorrow. And if you don't make it right, they don't come back. So listen, apologize, satisfy, thank. Remember those letters. Now let's talk about the person in charge. The person in charge should interact with guests when they're off the truck. Let's say that you're going out to pick up trash that's been outside. You're going outside to just talk to people. Get yourself off the truck. If you are the kind of person that, I'm just going to cook because I'm really good at cooking, that's awesome. Get your butt off the truck, go out there and talk to people. Because they're the ones that are literally putting money into your billfold. You want to go out and talk to them. How was things going? Did you enjoy the food? How was the service? You've got to get specific feedback every time you go out and talk to a guest. And then if they tell you something that doesn't satisfy your expectation of what great guest service is, you go fix it. If somebody says, hey, that cashier wasn't real friendly, then you're going to have a discussion with that cashier to remind them, hey, you got to be super friendly because somebody said you weren't friendly. Let's talk about how you can have the kind of enthusiasm that I expect out of a cashier on my food truck. You've got to go out and request that feedback. Got to. Your staff should be requesting feedback as well. Say, hey, don't forget to like us on Facebook, leave us a review. They've got to say those kind of things. You've got to get feedback. You will never get better unless you get feedback. 
And if you're thinking because you have no feedback that people love your food and everything's awesome, you're mistaken. Those people don't care enough about your business to let you know that something's messed up. Because I can guarantee you, you are not perfect. And I can guarantee you there's food going off of your food truck that is either too hot, too cold, too salty, not salted enough, doesn't have the right kind of spice, doesn't have the right kind of sauce, it's too dry, it's too wet, there are problems. Now, if the guests care enough about you and your food, they'll say, hey, this isn't meeting my expectations. But if they don't care about you, let's go eat it and say, nope, I will not come back here. So lack of complaints does not mean you're perfect. Lack of feedback does not mean you're perfect. And when I get into operations, we have all we've done is taken an order, we've passed an order out, we've explained what the person in charge should be doing as far as talking to guests. Now let's just talk about uniform standards. If you're thinking, well, I bought a food truck so I don't have to wear a uniform, that's awesome. But people like to see what they can recognize as a uniform. It should have your logo on it. Or at the very least, be consistent in color from person to person. If you don't want to have a logo imprinted on your t-shirts or on your polo shirts, at least get the same color for everybody. Matching hat, same deal. You don't have to spend a bunch of money. You can catch hats on sale all the time at Walmart, and you can buy t-shirts to match them. Spend 4 or $5 per employee. That's not a big deal. But you want to have a consistency in your uniform plus in your hygiene standards. So here's a short list of things you need to consider when you're doing any type of training manual for your employees and then having some type of an inspection where you're double checking to make sure that when you go to a truck you don't normally work on, that those employees you hired are meeting your standards. So things like the uniform is the right color and provided by the food truck. The uniform most likely is going to consist of a shirt and whether it's going to be tucked in or not is up to you, but you need to explain what it should look like what color of pants you expect them to wear, how the hat should be worn on the head. It should be straightforward or whatever your standard is, but it needs to be something that every single employee does. You know, the uniform should be, it should look clean. It should be wrinkle-free. It should be the appropriate size. It shouldn't be 10 sizes too big or, or five sizes too small. It should be color-coordinated. You want to make sure employees are wearing solid shoes. Slip-resistant would be even better. And that they cover the entire foot because you don't want anything exposed and getting burnt when you splash grease or drop a knife or anything like that. If you want to do name tags. You want to make sure you have standards on how the name tags are supposed to be worn and where. You want to make sure that people have long hair is pulled back and restrained. If there's facial hair, you may have to have the little beard nets, but you've got to look like you are in business to serve food. Now here's a couple of controversial ones. If you're going to wear necklaces, it should be inside the uniform. Because if it's outside the uniform and you're bent over, say, dressing a sandwich, now you're dragging that necklace rather through the lettuce or through the mayonnaise or through the mustard, and now you're contaminating your food. And I'm sure that somebody that has a necklace that dangles that far to get into something is going to be more worried about the necklace having mayonnaise on it than they are that, oh, I just contaminated a whole six-size pan of mayonnaise. The same with nails, the same with earrings. So you have to establish those standards and then teach your employees what those standards are. So one last little thing, and we still haven't talked anything about cooking. You need to have some type of guest feedback program. The staff needs to be aware of whatever that feedback is, whether it be your reviews on Yelp or Facebook or Google or wherever your reviews come from. The employees need to know how you're doing on those particular reviews and all the feedback that you get. Employees also need to know how to handle the complaint like I talked about before, but beyond being able to handle it, it's also recording it. What has happened? You should have some type of procedure set up, some type of book, some type of log, that when somebody complains about something being done improperly, they're writing that down, and then what the solution was to make the guests want to come back 
What this does for you as the owner is it gives you now a log and a way to start to track if there are patterns evolving within this. It could be a certain time of day that you're running out of a food product and you're getting those guests complaints about being out of something. But unless that second truck that you own is telling you they're running out of stuff, you don't know. That's why you need that log. So you need to have the log just to be able to establish patterns to be able to improve your business. And that's what we're talking about here, is improving your business. More dollars today, so you want to expand tomorrow. But you can't expand tomorrow until you get more dollars today. Tomorrow, I'm going to share the level of details needed for just your cooks and all of their procedures. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you find all the information helpful in your business, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. If you haven't already joined our Facebook group, it's called Food Truck Training. we got a whole bunch of awesome members there at every level, from very new beginners to decades-old veterans. Everybody there is positive. Also, have your back when you have questions. And again, thank you guys so much for listening. Come back tomorrow because, you know, i got plenty to say when it comes to the food truck industry.